Hi, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast Season 3, and I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is a podcast dedicated to all things food, from culinary sleuthing to recipe ideas and interviews with people who are passionate about food and delicious adventures. So join me here on Fridays to explore the world through the lens of food, and together we can share some laughs, conversation, and I welcome you at my table always. So if you're ready, let's jump into our next food adventure together right now. to the Food Adventures Podcast, Season 3! What? And I'm your host, Beth Fuller. I can't believe it's Season 3. If you're, new, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome. You have a lot of catching up to do. No, no pressure. No pressure. You've been here through all the seasons. Well, I love you and thank you for listening to me every week chattering away. And you know what I'm going to say. Don't take notes. I've taken all of your notes, so head on over to my website for everything, elizabethrfuller.com. And while you're there, take in that amazing food, product, and lifestyle photography. It's what I do for a living. So if you need photos, I'm your gal. Hit me up. If you've got questions for the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, if you need culinary sleuthing of any 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 kind i'm your gal send me an email let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and of course tag me in all of your food adventures on instagram at let's go on a food adventure all right you guys let's do this let's go on a food adventure hello 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 what's going on oh man these like every other week, I just feel like so much happens. And then here we are. And I'm like bubbling over of like things to talk about with you. Um, a couple of things I have to mention food wise. Uh, oh, my God. So a couple of weeks ago, I it might have even been last week. I can't remember. No, it might have seriously been last week. It feels like it was 100 years ago. But it, Oliver's moving around behind me. If you hear jingle jangles. So um Last week, I made the most delicious turkey burger. Now, hear me out on this. So I decided I really wanted to do like not healthy Big Macs, but like a rip on that. You know how I like that. So uh, I took ground turkey, a small zucchini, grated that up, mixed that in, then about a teaspoon or so of mayo. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep, just wait for it. Mix that in, season the be- season the the ground turkey, formed it into patties. I got six out of the pound of ground turkey, right? Because I'm gonna, they're a little smaller, but I'm gonna really smush them down because this is like a smash burgery Big Mac vibe. Put them back in the fridge, pre-smashed. So this is like did not smash yet. Six little balls on a quarter sheet pan with like saran wrap plastic wrap something you probably even use parchment um on it so it didn't stick to the pan then when i was ready to sear them cast iron pan or non-stick skillet whatever you want to use a little bit of um oil not much put two burgers in if the pan's big enough rip were hot smush them down right away and they got 
so crispy brown because of that mayo and the zucchini helped them stay super like juicy inside thin and smishy smashed then like made the secret sauce you know whatever um then the lettuce homemade pickles some uh sauteed onions on a sesame seed bun Mm -hmm. so effing good highly recommend trying them uh, and trust me on the mayo, it made the difference in getting them super duper, cr- like a good crust on the outside. So there was that. Also made the New York Times, let me pull it up. This doll recipe, oh, holy shit. It was so good. Todd and I definitely are like, oh, this is going to be in the monthly rotation. Let me, where are you? I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Oh, God. So I apologize. It's Mashkidal, M-A-A-S-H-K-I-Dal, D-A-A-L. You use, um, I guess it's like commonly found uh, on the Pakistan-India border. And you're using the dal, the lentils are... There was very specific lentils. You, again, I really am sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Urad, U-R-A-D, doll. And I guess it's, could be wrong, but from what I read, it's black lentils that then the skin, the black part, the skin of it gets removed and then they get split in half. So they stay, the texture is so good. This recipe from the Times, I'll link it in the show notes, is so, so good. It's really good. I um, ended up buying the bag of these lentils uh, at a local Indian store, and I ended up getting a four-pound bag. So I'm passing some along to my mother because she eats primarily vegan, and I know she will enjoy these. And I'm seeing her today for lunch, so she's going to get a little surprise of lentils. Um, so she's going to listen to this on Friday when, cause I'm recording on Wednesday and she's going to be like, yes, yes. My, my sweet Bethy did give me these lentils. Um, cause she calls me Bethy as you have all heard many times over. Anyway. So where was I? Those two things. So, so, so yummy. Uh, but today, today is a totally different food adventure. So today is a I was like thinking, oh, I might put this out next week and do like a mini episode this week. And I was like, no, 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 no. And me and uh, I'm going to talk about it in a second. Um, My brother from another mother, Mike Doyle, had a really beautiful conversation over the weekend a couple of times about an experience he just had. And I was like, oh, do you want to? He mentioned to me he really wanted to spread the word. because it was such a powerful experience for him. And I was like, oh, you want to come on the podcast and like share it? And he was like, yeah, it'd be great. So we were able to figure out a time this week to record that. So we're really, this is an impromptu uh, episode, the best kind. So first and foremost, before we get going, I do want to say that as a disclaimer, I am absolutely not telling you to run out and do psilocybin this whole episode is uh an experience that mike decided to have and that he wanted to share so i am 
not a doctor. I am not a medical professional. I am not saying at all to do illegal substances. I am just sharing. I'm the conduit to share an experience that my best friend had. And he had such a powerful experience. He wanted to come on here and talk about it. Um, that being said, if you are curious at all, please do your own research, figure out what's safe and comfortable for you. This was not a, and Hey, no judgment. This was not a, um, Hey, let's do shrooms or psilocybin or LSD, uh, and like go to a party or anything like that. Like this was not the, the, Oh, I did it once in college. Oh, I had it once in high school. And some people, I did this once in junior high, like no tea, no shade, no judgment. I'm just saying this is not that, number one. And number two, I'm also not saying for you to go out and do this. I'm just here to help Mike share his experience. And I applaud him for his uh, just vulnerability, his openness and kindness and love that he's coming to this conversation with and I love him to pieces and so um, I'm very honored to be a part of one his life but two uh, as a platform to help just bring awareness to this experience he had okay <laughs> let's get going oh it's good all right now with all that being said Yep, you guessed it. Today is a psychedelic food adventure. And technically, psilocybin is mushrooms. So, technically, it is a food adventure. Now, uh, I would also like to point out that my fabulous brother from another mother, Michael William, this is his fourth time coming on the podcast. So, uh one more and I believe he qualifies for a jacket like SNL I think if you're on SNL five times you get a jacket so dude one more time one more time jackets in the mail uh all right give a warm welcome a round of applause a standing ovation to my brother from another mother say it one more time Michael William Doyle Mikey's here okay so, um, what I want to do, so first, hi, hi, Michael, Michael William Doyle. Hi. Is this part of the show? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Hi. hi. Hi, Beth. Hi. So, hi, Beth. Um, hi, love bug. So I want you to tell everyone just a teeny tiny bit of, in case they didn't listen to season one, two, and you haven't been on season three yet. So, um, just like a tiny bit of who you are, where you live, what do you do? like the elevator pitch of my one of my best friends on the planet so my name is mike doyle i'm uh one of beth's best friends on the planet yeah. and we currently met... single currently single living in currently Bali, single. looking for love yep uh we met in 2001 so we've been friends ever since and since then I have created a career doing animation. I have an animation company called Drive80. You can go drive80.com and do explainer videos. I also have a comic. It's Your Daily Bread on Instagram. And I have a podcast about the late 90s punk scene called This Was the Scene. Even though I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus from that, there's a 200 and 
11 <laughs> episodes you can go back and listen to. You got a lot so. of catching up to do. People haven't been listening to that. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I just took like one of these green goji uh-huh. um, things. And I feel like my mouth is green. A little bit. It's yeah. not like you ate like a green lollipop, but. <laughs> no. No. Uh, yeah. So those are the things I do. And I've been on here twice. And the first time we were talking about food. Three times. Three I've been times. on three times? Three times. You were my no, first. Yep. You were my first. Then it was once about food and then a second time about food. You've been so on twice for food. So it's three times. This will be the third time. This is the fourth time. Wow. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't, I did not remember that being. It was that much fun. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like for at least two of those, the two middle ones where we do talk about food, I'm pretty sure I split them up into like part A and part B because they were so long. But yeah, you I think, a ton I think that's questions. it. No, I think we, we did interview twice, but you made one of them a two-parter. No, that's why it's three times i'll have to go back. whatever the fuck i'll it go back it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but anyway but, yeah. yeah keep going so um people i did your intro a little bit before we started this and i also already stated a disclaimer because and i just want to reiterate the disclaimer saying you and i are not medical professionals but any stretch of the imagination and we take absolutely no responsibility for anyone's actions they may or may not decide to take after listening to this podcast and we do not condone the use of illegal substances you have to just we're just talking about an experience that uh you decided to have and it's an awesome experience and so i just want to absolve you and i of any responsibility that anyone may or may not want to take. Okay? Agreed. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. And then before you really get going with everything, I also want to read something for what we're about to talk about. So um, we're going to get into all the specifics of and all the, the wonderful intricacies of your uh, adventure with mm -hmm. this food adventure. But before we get going, in case anyone doesn't know what shrooms or psilocybin, the the technical term is, uh, magic mushrooms, it's uh, a way to trip, to have a psychedelic experience um, and something to just, so everyone's on the same page. I just want to go through what a microdose, a low dose, a moderate dose, a high dose, and a heroic dose is. For so I'm just going to read a, a teeny tiny snippet. So a microdose would be hi everyone. This is Beth from the future. I accidentally said milligrams instead of grams, and Mike kindly corrects me. But please keep in mind we're talking about grams here. Okay, back to the show. 0.5 milligrams, and when someone's taking a microdose, it's more like. Uh, it's meant so you don't feel anything like it's yeah, it's all help, back ends. Yeah. Alleviate like maybe some anxiety or some ADHD, but you can still go about your normal day. Like you can still go to work. You can still. So they say, again, we're not taking any responsibility for anyone's actions. Everyone's body reacts differently to all of these things. This is just a very generalized uh, macro view of it. So then you get into like a low dose, a low dose would be about a milligram of mushrooms, shrooms, psilocybin. And like, you're gonna 
a lot of people would take this and go see uh go to like a music festival or like go to uh, maybe a party or something like that like you might get a teeny tiny bit of psychedelics um but you're still able to have conversations with people you're still able to like walk around interact the colors might seem a little more vibrant but really you're not getting a full effect of much um, two milligrams is more of the medium dose. Then you're going to start having more of a full psychedelic experience. I think uh, you want to say gram, not milligram. Oh no. Gram. I do want to say gram. I think yeah. though. Okay, great. Gram. So I, I take all the milligrams back and let's just. Yeah. Cause gram. when you said one milligram, I was like, that goes below. That's the, below. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> the point. But yeah. Perfect. Okay. Love a real time fact check. So, um, the medium dose would be two grams. And with two grams, again, you're going to uh, start really seeing things. And with this, you're probably going to want to be around people who are uh, you feel very comfortable with, who you feel safe with. Um, you may want to have a sober friend there to help just in case there's like little things. But again, this is a medium dose. It still, though, can affect people in many different ways. Um, you're going to maybe want to connect with nature, go for a walk. Uh, you're going to want to stare at the sky. It's just like, you're going to feel giddy, probably a little introspective, introspective. Um, you might like have some intense conversations, but it's still, it's still, you're having air quotes fun. So a high dose would be three grams to 3.5 grams. Now we're getting into um, achieving like spiritual experiences, emotional breakthroughs, overcoming some personal crises. Maybe it's like an existential crisis. Um, maybe it's some ma a major depression. With this, you really want a sober person. You really want to not necessarily be in a confined environment, but a really safe space. Like you don't want to be wandering around a music festival, at least for me, this high, like this would yeah. be a little too intense. Then yeah. we get into what they call the heroic dose, which would be five grams plus. Um, this you really want to do with a licensed trained professional. You are going to have people take this for personal transformation for uh, really exploring the depths and possibilities of the mind, it can be an extremely intense experience. Um, so that gets into. On that note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what you did this past weekend. So um, I want, if you're comfortable, I mean, you, this is obviously a safe space for <laughs> For everyone and I appreciate you and I love you so much for um coming on and being vulnerable and talking about this because this is your personal choice this was your I hate using the word journey but journey and um I applaud you I commend you you and I talked literally the day before we texted that night that after and then we talked for hours the next day as well so I would love for you to tell people why you chose to do this experience. Like what drew you to it? How did you know this was the right treatment for you at this point in your life before we get into the actual nitty gritty of it? So basically I'm been a big, big component, 
what am I big advocate of like self healing or just self growth. And I kind of just stumbled into it as a young kid, you know, it was like, Oh, I don't want to go to college. Let me take a leap and tour in a band. And then later on it was, um, Oh, I, I, I'd have my band broke up. What should I do? Oh, I'll just go to California with no place to stay. And then with California was like, okay, I'm sick of this. Oh, I want to do graphic design. Let me go back to like New Jersey and put myself through school. So there are all these like kind of milestones where I was stuck. I was always stuck. And I'm like, I, my, I feel like I'm being called in this direction, but I'm fighting it. But you know, it's, I always initially have a defense mechanism up. Like I don't, my, my initial reactions, no. And anytime I've said yes, it's like led me in this crazy direction in life. Then put myself through school, um, <clears throat> went through, like found my career, started actually making money. That's why I wanted to do it. And I want to do something I love. Fell in love, got married, and then that fell apart after my dad had died. So then I was really stuck for a while. And I then I sold everything and I thought about selling everything for 10 months and I didn't do it. But it was like, it was always something telling me like, you should probably do this. You should probably do this. And then once I listened to it, the scariest thing was just saying yes. And then after that, everything was great. And then I was still angry after two and a half years and a buddy suggested a seminar and I went to that. And that's where I was like released this anger. So that, that was like, you know, a transformation that was like very transformative. Another milestone where I was like, okay, like, I don't want to feel this way. I want to let go. So that's seven, the last nine years I've was no, I'm sorry. That would be 2016 when I did that. So was that uh, uh twelve? No. Like 16. how many was two thousand three? What's the math here? <laughs> <laughs> seven. seven years. Yeah. Seven years. So it's been seven <laughs> years since I let that go. I work for myself, I had no responsibility. Um, I'm not like with anyone technically, and I just been feeling stuck this last couple of years, and I've heard podcasts talk about ayahuasca and then psilocybin and then like michael pollan came out with this documentary and talked about the breakthrough so the certain things just started popping up to me and uh tim ferris did an interview did a podcast one time where he was talking to a panel and because he's giving funding to john hopkins to do research mm -hmm. he's like part of the people yeah, investing a in huge that group in that yeah because they understand like and he's a manic depressive like he almost killed himself i've never had that you know, need or want, not want, need. I've never no, wanted to do that my mean. entire life. Yeah. But like, I know what it's like to hit rock bottom and feel very depressed, but not enough to be like that extreme. And he highly recommended his whole experience with it and then came getting out of depression. So one woman came on the panel. She talked about microdosing for 30 days and she was like extremely depressed, she got out of it and talked about how her and her husband once a year will do some heavy like psychedelic just to reconnect and have a real conversation and just kind of just grow from there so i was like okay this is all interesting i'm not a drug guy i don't even like smoking weed um i like drinking but i don't like this stuff so i started doing some research on ayahuasca and i didn't feel like flying to south america to do this and <laughs> i found it for shitting yourself a and puking at the same time with a shaman in a bucket I mean, I know people who've, I know of people who've done it and I've listened yeah. to interviews and it's like, that doesn't happen all the time, but that can happen. Yeah. I don't care about that. I was more mm -hmm. like, I don't, I, I'm willing to do this if it's not too far. And then I did find a spot that's close to where I am, but the, the area that was in, I was just like, yeah, that town's like not really known for being like the safest place. So this yeah. seems kind of weird to me there. 
And You're like, this isn't like Sedona, Arizona. Like this is like, yeah, yeah this was exactly. like, like Camden light, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like he's just kind yeah. of beat up. And so then I did, you know, did a little research and was like psilocybin in my state and something came up. So I went to a website and it took me on this path to talk to someone. And then they were like, okay, we can introduce this person. And so they, they were like, you could choose between these two people, these specialists. I chose one, had a conversation with them, set up. We had two calls before the ceremony. And then you have the ceremony and you have two calls afterwards to kind of like integrate what you've gotten from it. So I'm currently in, did the first two calls, did the ceremony, just had my first integration call today and mm. I have another one in like another week or so. Awesome. And did you have any, I mean, I know the answer to all these questions. So I'm just asking as somebody who didn't talk to you for like a thousand hours. Um, <laughs> the day after. Right. And the, and the day before. Um, yeah. Did you have any initial thoughts in, of like what you were hoping to get out of this experience? Yeah, I initially when I got in the call with with the person I did this with, she had asked me, you know, what are your intentions? Because you want to go. There's the main things with this, and even I was reading the Michael Pollan book or listening to Michael Pollan book. He was like, it's set and setting are the two main things. That the set means like, like what are your intentions? Like set it up to what you want to get from it, and then setting is putting yourself in a controlled environment, which Beth was talking mm -hmm. about. Like you don't want to be. And I could talk about that, why I am so glad I didn't do this at a, a music festival, because I would have been losing my mind um, mm -hmm. and, and just it would have been the worst place. So you I might went not into even it. be here now. Like we might not even have you back. Like, I, I mean, I, we, I eventually would have come out of it, but I would have just been completely freaked out yeah. in being around that many people and like no one, no one understanding what's going on and having no one to like bring me back down to earth. So <laughs> my intention Initially, I was like, well, I have like five or six different things I want, but I'm also one where if I'm paying for something or I'm around an expert, I'm like, you know more about this than I do. So I'm not going to come in as the expert because I'm, I'm, I know nothing. So I was like, I have these things I want, but what I'm going to do is just let my mind tell me what I need. And, and the person I was talking to, she's like, that's, that's a really good way to do this. I was like, however, I'm like, I would like to eat healthier. That is one thing I do want. But I'm not going to have that be an expectation that's met. And so I went into it just being like, I'm I'm here for the ride, as scary as it is until it's hopefully not. And something, maybe one thing is going to happen. And like 10, like, I don't know, 12 or 15 things just oh, yeah. came. It was crazy. It was nuts. And so I was like, this is what I let myself get from right. this without without saying like no 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 i need it because then i'd be fighting it and that wouldn't mm -hmm. have been very helpful yeah totally this isn't like uh hypnosis where you want to quit smoking and the right. and like you go in with a thing and you're trying to cure the thing even though you had like a checklist of things you were uh going for but you didn't have the expectation of anything which is great and yeah. also, uh, if anyone's curious about this and doesn't want to read the Michael Pollan book, there's a, a Netflix documentary called How to Change Your Mind, and it's Michael Pollan, and that's on Netflix, and I think there's like three or four episodes. It came out last year. It's really interesting, and it talks about like uh, LSD, psilocybin, and like the origins of them to now, and like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So um, yeah, he has a book too. That this he's it's based off of his, the same book, but he's an exactly. audio book. And I started listening to that this week, and it's 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 very interesting. 
It is. It really is like the the first guy that like invented LSD in the very first trip. Yeah. It's oh my god. And how yeah, much he accidentally incredible. took, like, and then the bike ride he went on. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then he still came back okay. So yeah. like, it's like, okay. yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't want to have that experience. No, like whoopsie daisy. Um, so do you want to start from the beginning of it all? Like you, you tell me. Yeah, like I can talk about the the whole setup and then how, where it like when I started like taking off into whatever other dimension yeah. like, I went to. So I'm like I said earlier, I'm a person who when I like doing cool things, I mean, my whole life from 17 until present day has been my own my own design, basically, where I've had help come in along the way and kind of like where I want to do something, you know, people in general come in and suggest something. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But once I I've noticed like when I say yes to things that are big, it usually has been transformative like it set me off in this direction where i've carried that new thing for a very long time and so with this i like showed up there so basically i got an airbnb out in like four hours from me close to the where the person's facility was and they they picked me up and they we drove like 20 minutes to their spot and it's like in the middle of like the mountains. It's like in the middle of the woods. And I was like, what the fuck am I getting myself to? I even put on my phone. I put like a find my app and I shared it with three friends just in case. I was like, yeah. And I was like, well, this person has a website. We have an email chain. We have a text chain. She has a LinkedIn profile <laughs> that says she does this. But so hey, I was Dexter, like, I think I'm good. Dexter was on the police force. So you never That's know. True. Like, I know. It's, I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was definitely like, I'm 99% sure I'll be yeah. fine. But that 1%, I'm like, let me just do this. And when we got to their spot, she was like, well, you know, you could put your, you know, you turn your phone off. I was like, I'll just leave it on. Um, I'll put on airplane mode because I had tested if airplane mode actually still can find your phone and it can. Okay. So I just like, but I was like, I didn't want it in the vicinity. I didn't want distraction. So I put it outside in her car. And she lived in this like little tiny or this tiny house that wasn't too small. It was like, a, it was just basically like the same size of my apartment, but it was like very like, super hippie and really relaxing and like the, her sliding door like walked out to this deck and it just looked over trees like so many trees which will come back i'll talk about later on and it was just very relaxing setting so i brought the medicine because they can't supply it to you so i brought it and i was like she goes well how much do you want to do and i was like well we had talked about five I was five like, well, grams. let's start with five grams i was like well let's start with four because i've never i've microdosed before and and like Beth said, like you don't, you don't have like a body sensation. Like sometimes I'd have a little head sensation, but it wouldn't be extreme. And the sky was just a little bit bluer and colors a little bit brighter, but it wasn't like too nuts. Where again, like when I first microdosed, I was like, I'm so scared to take this pill, and I did it, and I was fine. So I was like, let's start with four because it's going to be a lot. So she makes this tea, which was really good. She she's like, yeah, I perfected this recipe. It's got like honey, almond milk, cardam cardamom, yeah, cardamom. Kind of um, kava, cinnamon, like all of this really stuff to make it taste good. Because I've never tasted mushrooms, but I've heard they, they're taste like they shit. They taste like shit. That means yeah. they're grown on shit. They taste yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like complete crap. So I was like, okay, I don't want to start in that experience. So we before so she makes a tea, but she's like, before we start, we're going to kind of set an intention. So we, she's like, let's meditate. And then she had some cards. She's like, I want you to shuffle the cards. And this is a deck of animal cards. This is a deck of uh, flower cards. And they have like a meaning. 
it's almost like tarot cards where like you shuffle and pull it and it's like speaks to you with mm-hmm. you need the moment so i pulled um a white sage and i forget the other one and then she read a passage from a book of what that meant it was very like significant to my whole start of my journey and then i pulled a card that was an ant card which will come into play later on again and this was i forget the meaning of it and i have to have her send it to me but it was very like like very strong and solo and but like can just stay the course without breaking from it and just like not be distracted something like that yeah and, and you also the, said something like um can carry the weight carry like uh, 10 like, times their weight yeah for like just a long a very distance long yeah 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 yeah, so it was like all that. So I was like, oh, okay. She's like, okay, well, we'll put this over here. And she's like, not like an altar, but like a little ceremony thing with like a candle and incense and stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm down with all this stuff. Oh, like sure. I've talked to, I've talked to mediums before. I've talked to you know um, tarot card readers, Marissa. Absolutely. Yeah. And and they're and I'm like, I'm all I'm here for it. Like screw it. So then. And I'm like feeling the anticipation. I'm like, okay, let's just fucking get to it. Like, let's stop doing all this fucking hippy dippy bullshit. Like, you know, I was in for it. I'm so anticipating it. She's like, okay, like, let's go outside. So we walk outside and I start drinking it. And and then it's like, as soon as you take the first sip, you're like, there's no turning back, man. And no. then when the cup is finished, you're like, there's definitely no turning back. So we're sitting outside and we're talking. I'm like, how do you know when this kicks in? She's like, probably like 15, 20 minutes. And I started feeling body heavy. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling a little body heavy. She's like, okay, let's, we should go inside. So we go inside and there's a couch and then there's this like Tempur-Pedic mattress in the center, like just the mattress stuff on the floor with a pillow and like a face mask. And she's like, this will probably be the spot you're going to want to come to when you want to go inward because it's very relaxing. And, and she like was kind of trying to guide me to go there. I was like, I'm going to sit for now. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not ready to dive into this thing. (laughs) So the the feeling was very body heavy and I felt dizzy and I don't like I didn't like that sensation. I was just like I don't like feeling dizzy. It makes me feel like I'm out of control or I might throw up, but I didn't feel nauseous. And so we're talking and it starts to come up and I'm looking outside and there are it's like just green and it becomes more green, but then all of a sudden in the trees, which it wasn't like I saw the trees like the 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 center of the tree, the the wood, yeah, the trunk, you know, the trunk of it. I just saw it was just like an overgrowth of green leaves. So then they start to form geometric shapes. I was like, okay, I've heard about this. And the one thing I found out before you go into something like this is don't fight it. Just go with it. If something starts freaking you out, go towards it and just let it do its thing. Like if you fight it, it's going to get worse. So you have to just go. So I went the mentality. If I see anything, I'm going to roll with it. So in the beginning, it was like, okay, cool, little triangles and shit in the trees. Like, that's fucking dope. Um, <laughs> and then these tree branches were creeping in from the sides, and they were like red leaves. And I noticed they were kind of like shaking, almost like a snake tongue, like mm. a ha, 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 and like kind of like tempting me or taunting me. And I was like, okay, this is this is starting to take off. And But I'm not like go into space like I'm still there but it's very body high and visually happening and she's like she's like okay you're still kind of fighting this let's like maybe let's do a meditation she's like she played a guided meditation she's like can you close your eyes so I close my eyes and you know visuals start to happen and I'm like listening to this guy to thing and I'm like I'm starting to kind of like separate but I'm still there and there was a point where I felt like these it was like everything shapes there was no like humans there was like maybe three different 
shapes of humans that came in later, but everything else was like always a color or some kind of visual, but it was, it, it never took the form of a person except a couple of times. So this was like, I'm there and I just felt like these like hands and things were pushing me kind of like lay down, lay down. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to lay down. She's like, well, there's the mattress here. I was like, I'm going to lay it on the couch. So I lay down on the couch and like, I'm <laughs> fighting it. I'm like, I, I know what to do here, lady. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm laying down and like, I've nothing. I mean, I'm seeing stuff, but I'm not like, I'm not like fully engulfed in this thing. So then I, I sit up and and I like, I was like, fine. I'm like, are you really, it sounds like you really want me to sit this. So I was like, so then I sit down on the mattress. So she's sitting on the floor in front of me. There's like a computer. She's playing music and I'm sitting there. I was and we're like, maybe 30 minutes goes by. And she's like, I go. And so I'm checking in. I'm like, how do you think this is going? She's like, I think I want to up your dose. And I'm like, to what? She's like, I think I want to take you to six. And I was like, you said five. She's like, I know. <laughs> Like, I really wanted wait, to take here's you. Here's the this. line. What? Why yeah. are we going? Whoa, whoa, I was whoa, like, whoa. I, I was sold on five, and I've told five to people who have done this before many times, and they were like, "That's a lot, man." And so now you want to take me past that? And she's like, "Yeah, I think you can handle it." And she's like, "I think you need it because you're not letting go." And like, she's like, "We could sit here. You can try." I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm here for it." I mean, yeah. this conversation took like a while, and I was I'm like, sure. "Fuck it. I'm in, I'm I'm here. I invested in this. Let's go." That was, again, that was me being presented with what I should do. And I've always been like, eh, yes is the scary part. So as soon as I said yes, I was like, it was almost like I was if the ride started and I was like, I it can't go back. So she goes and makes more tea. She puts in, she did about, she goes, let's do 1.5. So she ends up coming back. She's like, I did 1.7 more. So we're at 5.7. And so when she goes to the kitchen, I, I'm starting to look around and I'm like, one thing I said to her too was when I was inside, I'm like, I'm staring outside. And the biggest thing that I have an issue with is staying in my apartment. I like to get out and be out. And I was like, I'm noticing that I'm just looking outside. I'm not looking inside. And she's like, mm, that's very, that's a good uh, thing to bring up or very self-aware. So I start looking inside and then I'm like inside the apartment or the uh, house that she's in. And it's not as fun as the outside. Outside's green and yeah. you know, it's trees like oh, fucking yeah. with me. And then the inside. So then I'm sitting. So I sit down and she goes in and I look down and I have this clock on my arm. It's for my dad because he died in 2013 and it's his birthday and I designed it, but it faces me and it says 813 with like hands and it just starts to move up and down <laughs> my arm. I'm like, oh, that's gnarly. And then the insides are kind of like these tick marks. They start growing inward. So it was like it almost felt like it wasn't as like loving. It was kind of like dark almost. Mm. And then I looked at my freckles and they started to move. And there's um there's a uh, a woman that I've been hanging with and we have a very deep connection. And she always like loves talking about my freckles. And so I was like, I was like, oh, like she loves my freckles. And I was like, oh, they're like moving around. <laughs> and then I look on the floor and a little ant just starts walking by itself across the rug. And I was like, oh, it's an ant. Like going back oh, to the, the card, ant yard. The yard, the, the oh, it's all coming together. Right. And it was in that moment, it was almost like it was kind of taking me into this thing. And then she's playing this music and the piano starts in. So the ant was like literally walking to the D, 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 like just to the piano. <laughs> and I'm like, and and I'm conscious going like, oh, I know I'm tripping out right now. But yeah. I was like, I'm here for it, whatever. And then it starts unlocking a memory of a person, the same female I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. And 
it kind of showed her just feeling lost and I felt like this loss. And so I started getting emotional and then um, she comes back. The person I'm with at the ceremony gives me the tea. So I set up, I start drinking it. And I was like, when it, will this kick in? She's like, probably a lot faster. And she's like, oh, she's like, I think you should lay down and put the eye mask. I was like, you know what? You keep saying it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to do it. And this is where it just takes off and goes. Like, I lay down, put the mask on, and put the headphones on. And she has this playlist that she has curated because she can, she's done this so many times. She's done this like over 100 ceremonies and she's researched, researched this for years. She's done it herself. So she has this music picked where she knows how to kind of like the music is going to guide you and how you're feeling emotionally and she'll like put the song onto it. So I lay back and she puts this music on and it's kind of like not upbeat, but it was more like a crescendo kind of. And I just start seeing like circus and devils and like snakes and it's all like moving with but it's it's almost like and it's like sections of colors there's not one part of my peripheral that is negative space the entire thing is full all around it's like i had Hmm. a space helmet on that has just got a a mural it's almost like the 60 the sistine chapel and like you just put your head in it and you're like there's not one part of this i don't see art Right, right right and it's like red and yellow and purple and it's like vector shapes, but they're all intertwined and they're dancing and they're like taunting me and laughing and kind of like, oh, you want to be here. So I start laughing like, OK, I get what's going on. Like, you're yeah, because you're not scared at anything you're seeing. Nothing. There was not one until the end. I started just getting annoyed. Um, but I wasn't scared because I was like, OK, I'm here for this. I know what's mm-hmm. happening and I know I should go to it. And and then like when you know that you sit with it and you're like, OK, it's still here. And I've heard this is going to go away and then eventually does go away. Mm. And then it went black, and then these two red diamonds were, like, in the top right. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So let me look at that. So then I look mm-hmm. at that, and then it fills up again. And so it's like you kind of ground yourself because you can hear the person you're with moving. So you're like, okay, I'm still on Earth. And, and then you talk, and you're there, but you're also still starting to kind of, like, be in both places at the same time. And... Then it's I was then it starts to really kick in and the music's going and it's like you almost like you're I'm like my body's tensing up and like releasing and then I'm forgetting at certain points that I even feel anything in my body because the whole time I'm like I am noticing my hands are getting tight my chest is tight my legs like one point I had to sit up because my cab was like getting like seized because mm. I was supposed like holding it in. So it starts going through all this and then it would take you through this like wild visual ride and then it was like the first thing was kind of like a ringleader of a circus, but it didn't look like that, but it was just like everything was color and it'd be kind of a mix of shape and color and nothing. But like, I can see it's almost like the, the black parade cover, my chemical romance. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen that artwork? Mm-hmm. It's like that, that, that parade person, what ringleader was like leading it, but it wasn't like a skeleton. The so they're kind of like, yeah yeah exactly like that but they're like kind of like dancing around like okay like so here we're gonna take you to here now that's gonna get weird and breathe and Mm -hmm. i'd be like so it was like teaching me that this is gonna be your thing you need to do through this and it was wild because that was like my always my release and so it shows me that starts doing some and then it like was like okay first lesson like your mom so my mom comes in and this whole like vision with her happens 
And I just start getting choked up. And there was this thing of where the person I'm with is here. And I'm like, I have no problem showing emotion. I have no problem crying right. in front of people. I, but like that initial, like letting yourself go, like you kind of hold it in, you hold it in. Like, I don't know. It's, it's not embarrassing, but you feel like yeah, I'm not ready to share this. So I felt the first couple times this happened, I can sense she's there. And I was like, I'm fighting this, but like, let go. And so I just start like just bawling and just feel this like release. And then I heard as I'm, as this is happening, I hear her like in the kitchen. So I was like, I'm thinking she's there the whole time. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm still thinking like, it's like your ego still there. Like I'm still yeah. thinking I have an audience and I don't want to release. And I was like, she's not even in the fucking room. Like, what am I so paranoid about? Right. So I like release and then it like connects with this person that I'm hanging with and like she comes in and I'm seeing her like alone and I'm like, I'm all full of color and I'm like surrounding her because I'm feeling that like, I I just felt so sad that she was just going through what she's going through and I'm like crying and like, I mean like bawling and like everything was like color. So then I see this connection where it starts to tell me like my connection with my mom is this thing that I've brought to every relationship that I've had. It's been, our relationship is so strong since I was a kid. And like, you know, we always, when my parents got divorced, my dad moved out. My sister, when she was 18, she moved out. So it was like me and my mom for a very good amount of time. And we had always had a strong bond. And then we would always like go to dinner. We'd have long conversations. So this bond was just so great. And it was like, you're, it was like it was like a circle in an orbit like went from this relation to this to this to this and it was like you're you're trying to recreate that with someone else and i was like holy shit wow okay this is oh lesson learned okay mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh like just like as every lesson happens i'm like exiting this like breath of just like release of this is learned or this is like leaving me or this is like sticking and then so that starts to happen and then it starts like shooting off and more visuals and you it starts to get more open. Like the beginning was very like just clutter in front of me. It was all tight and then it just started to just dissipate. And then it would be like, I mean, I can't remember a lot of the video. It was like four, five hours of this, but, and then it would take me a direction. Then I start feeling my body. My body is just like tensing and seizing and then releasing and I'm feeling myself finally like I'm opening my mouth more and I'm like telling myself I'm like okay I've been like holding my my I mean holding my jaw tight because I'm not trying to sh I'm trying not to show something to the person in the room with me I need to focus on letting that go so that I would just be like I'll just like open my mouth and just be like all right just visually internally I'm letting go but externally I'm not letting go it's almost like and i say this i was talking to you about this like if mm -hmm. i go i'm always i always love going to like seeing like a wedding and seeing people dance because some people just let go and i'm always like i want to be that person i want to let go and i like felt, my uh cousin's husband steve he comes up all the time when i'm out and i see people dance i'm like i want to be like steve because he, he doesn't, doesn't like, give no. a shit like no. he's like planting flowers on the like oh. dance floor and it's like his wife is like yeah that's what he does she's that's sitting there he... watching he's dancing and she's not and she's like oh yeah. it just does this and he just lets loose and i was like i want to let loose like yeah. that and i wasn't letting myself because i felt i had an audience even when i'm home alone i don't let loose 
Right. I always feel like there's some audience watching in some way. So I made a mental note of that and I started to loosen up. I started to just like put my head back and like, just like release my arms and like just move around and just, just give myself space. And it felt so freeing. And then it would be like, boom, new lesson. It's like, here's your dad. And it's like, my dad had died in 2013. So my mom came in as like an actual figure and my dad came came in as just like blue light. And mm-hmm. it was like, I didn't said it to you. It was like almost, I was on the bottom looking upstairs to kind of like one of those um, pavilion or what are those concrete statues in Greece? Like, Oh, like, um, like the a poles in the top and like, yeah, the yeah, yeah, top. yeah. Um, not the Pantheon, but like, um, yeah, like ruins, like, uh, I know you, mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like a ruin basically with, yep. and so it was like that. And then it was blue light coming from it. It was like Mount Olympus kind of, but not that far away. And this light just expands and I start bawling and then I start laughing because the two of us felt like I remembered his laugh and we both were like just laughing at how crazy this is. And then it would go sad. And I mean, I would just be like, Oh, like, and I'd hear myself be like, Oh my God. I'd be like, fuck, fuck, fuck it. Let's <laughs> fuck this. Let's, yes this is great and i felt like his lesson was like you gotta let yourself he's like you got you gotta stop taking this shit so seriously mm-hmm. and it was it was a mixture of the whole thing was look how giant this thing is like yeah it is this big and you gotta respect it but also like you gotta just fucking relax it mm-hmm. was this crazy shit and it's like i think he started to teach me that in this whole thing and so then that turns into, I'm just going to tell like all the, just yeah, the yeah. random yeah. things. So then that turned yeah. into like feeling like the lineage of all of like the males. And I thought of this too. Like, I know I talked to you, it was like all the, like my side of the family, like my dad's side. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even taking consideration of this, but it could have been like including my mom's side. Oh, it could have been more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just felt it was just all my dad's side, but it was like my dad and his, like his dad, my grandfather was awesome, but he was very kind of like. Don't show emotion. If yeah, you have stoic. it, suck it up. Yeah, like suck it, suck it up. Don't show anyone. Keep it inside. And I feel like that was passed from generation to generation. And I'm obviously I'm sitting here talking about this. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like I think one of the first males on that side of the family that has never given a shit. Like I am so beyond. I'm so opposite of, of them, but I I have their their values instilled in me and their love and like they have those are the great things. It was more personally they wouldn't let go and i'm like i don't give a shit so all of a sudden all of this like lineage of them just all culminates and just like releases through me like just fires out of me and i'm like on my chest i'm like lifting up my chest is up and i'm breathing out and i'm like tight i'm like oh like you can't just like just this like was that when you're in yoga and you do like one of those it's like Mm -hmm. a lion thing or whatever Mm -hmm. it was like that was happening and I just like times like, a thousand. Like, I mean, like, it, yeah. Yeah. Like imagine the, some of the saddest times you've had where you cry so hard that you're like, you can't breathe. Yeah. You're going to throw up. You're, yeah. you're like releasing it. So like that happened to me so many times and that happened. And like all of this shit starts firing out of me. And then I like would, I'd like tense and I would just like, just like relax into the ground. And I would feel like my body just tingle. And I felt like calm and release and like happy. And I felt like happy the whole time. Besides when I was crying, I felt like massive sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. And we, we should be... also say, though, that the therapist 
was next to you for the majority of this and you kept checking in with her and like mm -hmm. she was taking copious amounts of notes for you yes. so we she can during your your now conversations go back and help integrate this so keep but keep going and that's why it's important to have someone there because also she would ground me yeah and uh, you know she wouldn't jump in and say are you okay there was one part where i wasn't breathing she was like are you, are you okay and i was like and I like kind of was like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then, yeah. so you can jump in and out and be there and then like have this conversation, even though you're like halfway in it still. And, but she was like curating the music. She was like kind of guiding me, making sure I was cool, which was awesome. And even her walking around and doing her own thing, it like keeps you there. So then this whole thing releases and then it's like nothing. And it was kind of like showed me like, okay, like you just like, set and set like leveled the playing field and started made this from square one like you just took all that and let us let it helped us let it go and then it was kind of like this little like light was to the right of me and i remember myself being like god damn it god damn it i get it i get it and it was basically i felt it was telling me like don't stop this like don't mm -hmm. stop the lineage you're you 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 have a clear clean slate don't stop this from moving forward. And I was like, okay, let me put a pin in that. I don't know. Like, I'm going to just sit. I was just, I'll remember that. And then I'll make a decision maybe about, you know, if I want to, it's basically saying like have a son kind of, that's yeah. like what I got from it. And then, it, then you like fly from there and you're just like going all around. Then I like jumped into the, the city I lived in and it just, the color started draining out and I started getting really sad. And then I'm like, oh, does this mean I should like leave or I'm not getting anything? And then I was like, well, what if I bring something to it? And then all the color started coming back in and it would bring me to these certain spots around town that I would drive by. And I started making like negative memories from, and I felt it said, you know, you got divorced, you sold everything, you traveled, you found this city, you came back to it. This has been your safe place. You love it. Stop making it the enemy. Cause I started to through living here, like I've loved it, but I've uh, through certain things that happened in the last year or so I've been making it like, I don't like going here. I don't like yeah. going here where I've loved every part of it. And it was like, don't do that. Like, don't work against this. This is, you know, you need to see it differently and start being more positive and making, giving it love. And then I went to my apartment and the color drained and it was very dark and, I just felt like alone and that didn't really fill with color. It just like kind of left there. And then it shot over to like, what else, man? The like then you came, when you were like, a kid, well then once like basement, then like, but then you came in, you came in actually after all of the, the lineage thing happened. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, and also here's Beth. We, gave this relationship like we brought this to you because like she's gonna be that guide that like you need to start getting over your nose and start saying yes like what sushi you've never had sushi we're 22 we're going to go with sushi we're going to a vegan <laughs> this is like when we're living in california together <laughs> that was like i want to do everything and i was like I'm good. I'm down to, but she's like, you're coming with me. I'm like, I don't know. She's like, I don't oh, care. I like, get you. ready. Yeah. Dragged me to dragged. places and gave me some of like the best experiences. We had a lot of that fun. It, yeah. Like just open my eyes to things. And they were like, yeah, we, we brought her to you. Like she was meant to be like there. And I was like, so I got emotional about that. I saw my buddy, Chris, 
and like he's been my best friend and there was no lesson from that it was like they just brought him in and i just felt like he need i don't know i don't really know what i got from that but he was there and then it would like then i then you just like fire off in all directions and it's like color and then it's like you're in space but it's not space <laughs> And then, and then it would shoot down and, and then it was like a little kid. I used to, when I grew up in my house, I would be downstairs in the TV room. I used to watch a lot of TV and it took me to that, me sitting at like 10 years old on my couch watching TV and it just felt so sad. And then I saw that 10 year old me was holding on to the sadness of five-year-old me and it like went down levels and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy, man. I can't imagine anyone listening to just being like, what the fuck is going on? No. So I, so then I just like, almost like, I don't think I comforted myself, but I was, was I was like, I just was like, oh man, like I didn't know, but you're going to be good. And this is, there's a reason for you sitting here because you're bigger than this. Like you're mm -hmm. going to be bigger than this. Rewind a little bit. Right. As the time I saw my mom, like earlier, I was talking about that. There was this one point where it was like, I, it was kind of telling me like, you are bigger than you're letting yourself be not like egotistically wise, but just like personally, you're really holding back and look at this world that's in front of you. It's, this is your mind and you're not even letting this go, but you're a big enough person for yourself that you're good, but people who maybe like they can be, you know, they have that ability to get there they're not letting themselves by like something about you is meant to be the way you are and feel big but also like in you saying this it's going to help people feel like they can they should get to that they let themselves have their full potential and that was really cool but it was also like then the females came in and no, again none of this is like actual it's just like you feel presence and it's color and it's and it's just like the females were like hey even though you're good we you also have to let us help you mm -hmm. and so that then i felt like i i like i sunk down into the mattress and like these hands just like push me down like like ton of them like we have you like mm -hmm. just you know let us take care of you when you need to be like like taken care of and it was so it was this balance of i've got it but also like be open to help which was a big thing mm -hmm. and then and also like, so gratitude started coming in too. So I would check in sometimes and like, it would be like, say thank you to things. So I'd be like, thank you for the session. Thank you for this. And then the person I was with, I was like, Hey, uh, thank you for knowing the dose to kick me up to. And she's like, yeah, no problem. And like, you can, I can hear her talk. Like she's, she's right there, but she's like, yeah. And she's laughing. She's like, yeah, I knew, I knew. I was like, yeah, you totally knew. And I'm like joking with her, but then I'd be like, boo, like dive back in. <laughs> Off to space. He goes. Off to wherever the hell yeah. this is. And and then I'm sitting back on the couch as a little kid and I'm looking and I see my cellar door, which was just like led to a laundry room, which led to my garage. And in this room was like the laundry room. And then there's this, it was just kind of like you kept shit in there. And there was like underneath the stairs was storage. And it wasn't like you wouldn't want to hang out in this room. It was very just concrete and wood with no walls. And, but I had this toy chest that was like right behind the door and I went so i was like looking at the door i'm like you know man like i basically sat in, in this chair and for a decade or so like from the age of whenever i was watching tv like five or six to 17 or 16 before i started getting out of the house i was like i've had this in the 
peripheral, I've had this door that's always been there. And I never like thought about that when I was like just watching TV. I was, I was like, there's, I was like, why am I, why am I so like, you know, why am I like, there's, it's trying to tell me something. So then I go through it and I see this toy chest and it's where I used to keep my toys. And when my dad kind of shows up again, it was like, two things I learned from this was one was this is where you used to play. Like you loved playing with toys. You didn't need the digital stuff, all of like the distractions. This is your creativity. It's where it started. Like you need to go back to this and simplify and just play, like let go and stop making everything about like doing it for other people or doing it for a reason, just like fucking do it to do it and just have a goddamn good time. The other thing I thought about too, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you, I thought about it later. It was like, it also showed me that I'd never said thank you to things mm like -hmm. when I was done with it. Like I would, it's like when you go you grow up, like you kind of throw things out, but you don't say like, Hey, thanks for like that time of my life. This mm -hmm. brought me joy. Like, and mm -hmm. it sounds when I was little, I was like, that's stupid. You're a toy. Like you're a Lego. Like what? You don't, you're not alive. But there's something to that gratitude mm -hmm. that you, I think it makes you become more and more bitter as you grow older. So it's like you need to appreciate the things that are like touching your like life every day. Like yeah. even if you have like food, you're like, thank you for this. And, you know, you'll probably like forget about it. But I'm like been doing this a lot more now where I'll just say something like, oh, thank you. Thank you, bed, for giving me some place, Absolutely. You know, some place to sleep. And yeah. it, it it sounds so lame. Like when people would say that, I'm like, that's so hippie and stupid. But like when you do and then but then that causes that negative stuff and that negative talk causes negative vibes and then you yep. become that person and when you're out in conversation and you're like and this is bullshit and this fucking happened to me today and you're like and you don't realize that no one wants to hang out with you anymore because you're just like do you just bitch about everything and you're yeah. bringing me down so it's like you're kind of bringing yourself down so it was like appreciate the things that have come through your life and have taught you something and gave you joy and then when you let them go like you know give mm -hmm. gratitude mm -hmm. so then i went from there to where else did it go? I mean, it went all over the place, but then, you know, it's just memories would come up as one memory with my first love. Like it showed us on this picnic table where we first like made out and like, she kissed me for the first time. This was like first time I ever fell in love. And I remember it's like, kind of was just off to the, like the side of my left, excuse me. And there was always like, a, there was like a light around us. And I had one of the things I wanted to see, I'm like, I wanted to remember that moment. And I saw it and it was just the two of us there, but it was like our, but their, our backs were to me and it was just the, the two of us like sitting there and then like kissing or something for the first time. And I remember just being like, thank you for showing me this. Like you, you gave me this, like, this is like a gift you gave me. It wasn't mm -hmm. like a lesson I needed to learn. It wasn't mm -hmm. this. It was just, Hey, you wanted this. Like, here you go. Like you've earned this after five hours of, you know, going to fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> And so then, then I would start waking up and I felt like it was releasing from my body. And I, I like, I'd be like, I think it's, I think I'm coming down. She's like, are you? I was like, I don't think I'm done. She's like, then go back in, just, mm -hmm. just go back into, I'm like, all right. And then I would just like, like dive in. And then she said a lot of times I would be like gone and just be like, oh, I'm back. And just say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't, you, you I've heard of all the stories of like them. T I've heard people being like, I was part of the couch or I was in space, but I was space. It, you can't explain what you're going to see personally. No. 
Mm-mm. And I felt a lot of the visuals were things that I've seen in my life or, or things that I've created, but just grander than you can imagine. And it's so real. Like, I don't think any of this is fake. Like, I don't think I just went on a trip and saw what, you know, just what drugs were showing me. I think mm-hmm. it was like, I was being shown everything and I'm like crying. I'm letting things go. I'm tensing up. I'm relaxing. I'm like having a good time. I mean, she took notes. I was like, this is the greatest shit I've ever done in my life. Like who the fuck would never want to do this again? Not a medical, you know, yeah. uh, practitioner can't tell you to do what to do. But for me personally, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. And then towards the end, I started coming out of it. And um, so I'm like standing up like she's okay. Like, you know, just it's slowly going to come out. And I'm like, I am so tired. I'm like, I can't even stand. I don't know how I'm going to get to my Airbnb later. She's like, well, I'll help you. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to drive home tomorrow. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. She's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I was like, I don't know. It was almost like I had ran a marathon and I was up for 10 hours afterwards. I was just like, right. I, I'm so, so drained. Yeah. And one of the things she did do not to in- interrupt or interject yeah. is she's an herbalist too. Yeah. And so she asked you, do you want something to help flush this quicker out of your system when you were ready to come down? So that, that was, was also something too. That was also like something I didn't know that I was going to need. And her, yeah. her like professionalism in that came through so many times which i was like oh thank god you had this so granted thank you for being here and me hiring you to do this service to watch over me but also um oh thank god you had this this other knowledge of stuff because like that said like i just felt very nauseous at the end and then she made me some food and i was trying i was like i can't eat this i was like i'm sitting up in the couch the lights are on she's like moving around it was like it was so unceremonial at the end. It was like going into it was so just there was intention mm-hmm. and stuff. And it just like started to end. And I was like, this seems just kind of just like we didn't address like an exit here. And so I just felt like sick and I just was dizzy and I was tired, but I couldn't go to sleep. So I gave her the food back and I'm lying down and I was like, I just need to nap, but it wouldn't let me. Then it all started getting like really fucked up, just visuals, like just not cool and I was like, man, I'm so done with this right now. I just want to be out of this. And and I said that. And she goes, do you want to take some herbs that can mm-hmm. help? And yeah, so she gave me these three capsules. She's like, this will help flush your system out to help quickly get you out of it. So I'm laying down and it's just not letting me go. And uh, all of a sudden I was like, oh, like I didn't, I never said thank you. Like I never said thank you for this experience. So I like, grabbed my heart and like my my like chest and I put my hand on my like right below it and I was like and I closed my eyes I was like thank you for this like this I didn't get to say that and I think like I I I don't know how to end this but hopefully this is like my way of saying like this is over and then it just started to go away Mm -hmm. and so I felt that it taught me gratitude like hey man you know you we just gave you this gift it was funny I keep saying we too and that's just like non-intentional i just noticed myself mm-hmm. saying that we a lot yeah it's like you know you were given this and not like you know fuck you what about us it was just kind of like and make sure like this here's a lesson for you like do like let's reinforce this gratitude yeah. yeah like you're gonna hold on to it's not we're not gonna let you go until you know to do that and then it let me go and then I slowly, I was, I stood up. I mean, it wasn't like I jumped up, but I was like, oh, like, like I stood up and I was still a little woozy, but it was not as bad. And it just slowly started to just, I was like walking around. I had energy and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it also had left my, it didn't leave my system, but it left like my, 
it left where it needed to leave yeah from and then yeah i mean like so many other things happened but just the feeling of it and like the body feeling and seeing things visually but like the biggest takeaway for me was i was so against closing my eyes that i had to do it because i went inward and that was just the whole the whole thing mm -hmm. yeah it was mm -hmm. so well i wouldn't do it i'd probably maybe in a year think about when the next time i would do it but... mm. oh so you do it again I would definitely do it again. Um, it would take, it's like getting a tattoo. You know, you, you want to get a tattoo and you get it and it hurts like a bitch. You're like, I am not doing this for a long oh, time. Yeah, I know. But then you get the itch and you're like, oh, I want to get another tattoo. Yeah. I forgot how much it hurt. And then yeah. you do it again. You're like, oh, fuck. and it's not I even, mean, it's the after part too. when it gets so itchy and you can't itch it. And, oh God. Yeah. It's, it's just like, when I was in it, man, I was like, this is so great. But, you know, the entry point now would be a lot easier for me because I've done it. Mm -hmm. I'm not guaranteeing I'd have the same experience because mm -hmm. you won't. I'd have to make sure the setting was good. But I don't know what I would learn. And also, as I was coming out of it, too, it kind of gave me like a little bit of a glimpse of stuff. And then it like, took it away. And it was kind of like, hey, there's a lot more if you want to come back. Oh, yeah. But we're going to we're going to hold on to that. And I, there's and a I part laughed. Too. I was like, OK, yeah, I was like, OK. <laughs> and I said it out loud. I was like, OK, I see you. I see you. I see you. So do you feel like um, and I mean, you don't have to get into like all of the takeaways beyond gratitude. I, I know you have a ton that now after you've spoken with her and had your first session, do you and it's been a few days since the experience happened. Do you feel like the th lessons you learned you'll take on for the rest of your life? Yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to like we talked about this, too. Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to practice right so it's it's how do I explain it it's kind of like it's it kind of remind i'm trying to think of like an an like a an, an analogy or a metaphor or a comparison of it's kind of okay so this is this might be kind of stupid but it's mm -hmm. i before i knew like liked working out i was like trying everything possible i'd go to the gym by myself and all then i found like doing i did crossfit in like 2010 and when i went into it i was like i don't know what i'm doing this shit is insane and it's still pretty insane but it taught me like it taught me things, mechanics and movement and self-awareness of my body that I didn't know. And it was so extreme for so long. And I loved it so much. But it like beats you up depending on just a lot of factors. Leaving that, I took with that, like I know mobility, I know movement, I know, I know these things. And like so that's instilled in me going through that. And so it's like, but to me still be mobile, like I have to practice being mobile mm -hmm. for me to keep being that strong. I have to keep lifting weights and being that strong. So it's kind of a watered down way of saying that, but it's like, you have to keep strengthening or exercising the muscle. So for me, I said that to her in our meeting today, I was like, how do I keep integrating this? Cause my mind is so malleable right now for like the next couple of weeks and it's mm -hmm. creating new, new neural pathways. The one thing I noticed was I did want to get eating healthier and I've eaten so healthy since mm -hmm. the day, since the time after until like today, like I'm craving healthier food. Now that could easily go away by next week and go by, by a couple of days from now. I just have to keep practicing. So she's like, you should write down lists of things you want to eat. You should write down places around your town that are healthy. Like you need to, you can't just rely on that. You'll be okay. Like you have to have a game plan mm -hmm. and then like meditation. And, you know, she's like, you have stomach problems. Like you need to move more. So you need to make sure you incorporate that every day. So 
She goes, just start incorporating healthier habits because if that's what you want, you have to do it. But if you stop, it's not going to work. And it's also your brain is going to want it more and more and more because it's getting a high off of it. Mm -hmm. So that's what keeps you. Yeah. The dopamine hit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So do you did? Oh, and did you want to drink right away afterwards? Have you wanted to drink alcohol? Because that was another thing you really wanted to hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. It was. The, the night I got dropped off, I didn't, t- I had right. like beer in my fridge and I was like, I don't even want to touch it. So I get home the next day and I walk in my apartment and it just felt like very stale. Mm-hmm. It's like, interesting. Okay. And I was like, well, I want to go to, to the place where the person I was talking about earlier works. It's a bar. And I was like, I want to go out and see her, but I'm like, I, I felt like guilt. I was like, I don't want to drink, but I don't want to do, but I kind of want to, I was like, let me just, let me just put myself in it and have myself tell me what I want. And as I'm driving to the first place, which is this record store I go to where they have beer, my my brain is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, please stop right now. And then my buddy was telling me yesterday, this uh, trainer I work with, he's done this experience. He's like, oh yeah, once you open that third eye, man, he's like, there's no shutting that shit up. I was like, mm-hmm. God damn it. So I was driving there and I like sat down, I had like a half a beer and I was just like, like, I want to, if I want to, I want to put myself in a situation and be like, do I enjoy this still? Like, do I want to think about it or do I want to experience it and go like, oh, I don't like this. So I had like a half a beer and I was like, all right, I'm kind of, uh, I'm over this. And then I went to her bar and I ordered like a lighter, like a Modelo or something. It took me like an hour to sip through it. And I was in the space. It was just, I used to enjoy going there and I'm I'm like, I don't even feel, feel comfortable being here right now. This isn't where I want to be. Like I felt like I just didn't want to spend time there and then i ordered like uh like a moscow meal because like oh it's ginger and like usually i'd get like a beer so i was like oh let me try something different but i you know i'm just like replacing it with alcohol and i'm sipping it and then like seven o'clock rolls around and i was like i gotta get the fuck out of here like i need to go eat food but and i beelined it to get a salad from this like this um like mexican restaurant Cause I was going to go home and cook and I went this, this place and this food hall had this, like they have uh, it's called Alimentari and they have like this like cuts of meat and stuff. And I was like, Oh, I'll get sausage. And I come home. I have hearts of palm. I can make like a, like a pasta. The place was closed. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to go get pizza. I'm not going to get Chinese. Like I didn't, usually I crave that on a Sunday and I was like, I need a salad. So I got this like paleo salad thing, went home, ate it. And I just felt like, like the high was gone. And then yesterday morning I woke up and I still felt like kind of crappy and I walked outside and it was just like the sky was like super blue. And I was like, yeah, I feel fucking good right now. And then I got a coffee and then I went and I was like, I'm gonna get a smoothie. Let me get like a, a healthy smoothie. Even though I was reading the ingredients. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was like this yoga place. I was like, typically I'd get like a, a bagel sandwich, or like eggs, cheese and bacon. I was like, I don't want carbs right now. I was like, okay, let me feel, let me follow what's what I what seems healthy to me and let me just keep going in that direction. Cause the other things will kind of happen. And then, um, yeah. And then I had like, like a little small, small little flight of bourbon last night. And, but then I came home and I cooked. So I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm getting these wins because let me focus on the food thing and the drinking thing. Let me keep addressing that. But it's not like I'm running to do it, but it's kind of like, okay, that, that seems to be this, how do I cut back on this? Like, do I just do like a drink and then do I have days off or do I like not have days off, but it's usually one. So I'm like, I'm going to struggle with that one for a minute. 
Yeah, I think but the you. Food thing is like was the think... food thing is like the thing I can. I felt like I can mm. focus on like put the weight on that right now. Yeah, and I think that's great. I think the food thing's a awesome, huge first step. I think with the with any of this in general, you really need to listen to your intuition, and you really need to take inspired action based on your intuition and think of it as the uh, laying on the bed and putting the eye mask on and you have to because you're uh and we've talked about this and I know you don't mind me sharing this you can be very stubborn when you're comfortable in a comfortable pattern and like the the fact that the other day your mind was like what do you do like no this is such a no and you're like shut up I'm driving like I but think, I wanted to feel it though like I wanted right. to put myself in it to be I want to know that I'm not it it, like, yeah, yeah. like I want to know, like, I want to feel that uncomfortableness and be like, oh, I don't want to feel that again, like in real time. Sure. But no, I totally understand. Like, yeah, I'm definitely going to be like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I think also for your apartment, maybe even like doing a little feng shui up in there and like getting some removable wallpaper and like making, figuring out how to unstale your space. You know, like getting a new couch, getting something where it's, I don't know. So it might not be these things, but I think there's a way to really breathe a lot of life and, and excitement into your space. It's a beautiful apartment. And even as a renter, you can still modify it in ways that is very acceptable for renters, you know, and like pour some time and love into making that space a like cozy, creative place for yourself. Yeah, I, I'm i trying to figure out what the whole thing means when I'm not wanting to stand. I think in general, I just, I mean, look at my lifestyle, though, from the age of, like I said, 17 till now is leading up to me being 16, I just sat inside and watched TV all the time. So there obviously is this inner feeling of, I don't want to be inside watching TV all the time. So, sure. and then... I don't want to go to college because I feel like I'm not learning what I want to learn. So let me go out into the world and tour in a band, which I do for a really long time. And then let me go out to California and like hang out there and like, let me go, you know, back to New Jersey, which sucks, but you know, <laughs> let me go to school. Like there's always this outward thing with me. And but look what happened when you turned inward. True. Like, right. Like think about it like that. Like you, you said that great thing when you were on the couch staring outside and you were at her place and you were talking about just being out, 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 out. And then finally you were like, oh, what if I turn in? What will that mm -hmm. feel like? So yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's definitely something there. It's just that that's that's like part of this whole thing of being like, OK, there's still some stickiness uh -huh. that's around where I, I totally see it. I'm like, not like, oh, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I no, know. I totally get it. I know you do. I know. Yeah. I know. This is the Taurus I'm digging my heels in for a second. <laughs> I yeah, this is me. I, like, know eh, I know, I know, I know. Twenty it. something years of being best friends. Oh, I, I, I know you. I know you better than you know you. <laughs> well, apparently uh, you were you were brought to me by my ancestors, so that's pretty. Here funny. I am, bitches. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, anything else you want to add before we jump off? No, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, I like the the thing I was comfortable with was the the original dose and I knew I had to go past it because she was, again, it was just like, 
She goes, let's just stay here and see if you can get yourself past it. And then 30 minutes went by. She's like, you're not going to get there. And you're just going to sit here for the next couple hours and you're not going to get what you need. So I suggest, I'm not telling you, I can't tell you what to do. Like I just would suggest, I suggest from seeing this before, this could benefit you. And I was just mm -hmm. like, even if I said, yeah, I was like, I don't want to do this. I was like, yep. My mouth was like, yep, absolutely. And in turn, I was like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And mm -hmm. then just the, the, I, the experience I had, the experience, I wouldn't have had that experience at all if I didn't just let go. Mm -hmm. That was the biggest thing. And anytime I've let go, it's always, always worked in my favor. Yeah. And it's not even just letting go. It's allowing. Mm. There's... It's like both it is but there's a level of just kind of allowing and like resisting the the mm. whole resistance of pushing back when you're in mm. a semi-comfortable place and you're worried about the future and being uncomfortable there's this tendency to tense up and not allow whereas you didn't do that you did the opposite of that and you released and you're like i'm gonna allow I'm just going to, I'm going with the flow. I'm, I am along for this motherfucking ride. And yeah. I, and then look at the beautiful experience you had. Yeah, man. It was, yeah. uh, I would, if I, I, I highly recommend if you do this, do not do it alone. Do not oh, do it alone. Do it with a trained professional. With, yeah. With, I, I wouldn't even question. I wouldn't even do it with like a friend who's in, like, no. I would do someone who's put in the, I mean, this person I went with, she's, like done like a hundred of these. So I mean, the time is there because she knew all the little nuances where it just instinctually it kicked in for her. Like, oh, you're feeling nauseous. Like here's this peppermint stuff or here's these pills or you really need to lay down or you, you should, you know, she, she knew every nuance that kept me good. That's yeah. really it. Like she kept me good the whole time mm -hmm. um, because she had the time and she's seen it multiple times. If you do this with someone who has done it a couple times, they, they, they don't, they haven't done it. They've done it with themselves. They haven't had that many different personalities and personas where it's like, oh, this kind of reminds me of this. This reminds me of this one. Right. This reminds me of this one. Like a trained professional. I mean, that's why yeah. you pay professionals. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And again, we're not telling anyone to run out and do this. You make your own choices. We're just here to um, have a safe space to be vulnerable and just talk about your experience. Yeah, 100%. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I love you so, 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 so much. You are just my brother from another mother, and I treasure every little thing about you. So thank you for coming on and sharing with everybody, and myself included. Thanks, Omi. Love you, too. All right. Well, I'll, we'll talk to you probably in two seconds, but I love you so much. <laughs> That's right. I know. That's how we roll. Love you, homie. Love you, too. I'll, I'll see you soon. Oh my God, how much fun was that? Seriously. Don't you love Doyle? Who doesn't love Mike? Ser I, I, don't, I really don't know. You love him, I love him. One more time on here, he's getting a fucking t-shirt, coat, something, a jacket. He'll get something. He always gets something. Um, I'm going to link all of his information in the show notes, including his two podcasts, This Was The Scene, and Daily Bread from uh, both can be found on Spotify, Apple, wherever you podcast. I love him so much. I love you, dude. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing this. Um, and just being your amazing self. I love you. I love you. I love you. And to all of you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, go to my website for everything, elizabethrfuller.com. 
And if you've got questions for the podcast, shoot me an email. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. Make some yummy food together this weekend. Lead with kindness and I will see you very soon. Bye.